Hello, everyone. We are back with another episode of Josie's Desk. Welcome. I'm your host, Josie. And this is the second episode of my podcast about me and my life and how things have been going in quarantine. I am technically not quarantined. I think people started sort of making this distinction toward the beginning. In case anyone's new, I live in Massachusetts. Um, We are one of the worst states right now. I'm suffering from COVID-19. I had my college, I had my last year of college kind of cut short. I'm still technically taking all my classes online and everything, but um, we had to cut like our on-campus semester short because of COVID-19. Like many, many, many other colleges, I don't even know what state didn't do that. Um, I'd imagine there has to be some that are still operating on like a normal school schedule. But we are not. I am in my childhood bedroom um, recording this podcast. And it's been a really, really interesting time. But like I said uh, before, I am technically not quarantined. I have not been exposed to the virus, thankfully, or that I know of, at least. There are people who can, as we all know at this point, if you've been watching the news, there are plenty of us that can be asymptomatic and be spreading it and not knowing what's going on. So the best advice is still uh, to act like you have it. So that is what I've been doing. I moved out of college about a little over a month ago. Yeah, I moved out of college about over a month ago. Uh, It's been a pretty crazy week since we put out our first episode. Um, We got awesome feedback. Everyone that I have had listened to it has been really, really excited to see just like I don't know, anyone doing something cool and new and fun. And podcasts are awesome because right now it's kind of lonely and I think they sort of make you feel a lot less lonely. So I know it's sort of made me feel a little bit more connected to people every time I see my little listener thing go up on the Anchor app, which is my main app for posting this. I know, I think last week we weren't completely sure where we were posting this exactly, but we are now on Anchor officially. Anchor is our main app that we use, and then Anchor graciously um, distributes the podcast to other mediums. So as of right now, we are currently on Spotify, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Breaker, and Google Podcasts. It is so cool to, like, search your own name in Spotify and have it come up. So, um... If you uh, don't like the Anchor app or you're not a Spotify person, there are all those other ways that you can get a hold of me and uh, find my podcast. So a big thank you to Anchor. Uh, It's been an awesome, super easy to use app, not sponsored, but it's just been, you know, you think it's so hard to get your work out there and it's really, really not. This was super easy and super fun. Um, And it's been super fun so far. Uh, In the past week, uh, it's been kind of nuts. Um, I had another fishbowl, which was fun. I think I mentioned that last week. Fishbowl is an organization on my campus at school that we just sort of, right now at least, we get on Zoom and we whoever can come, comes. And if you want to tell a story, you can tell a story. And we've had no theme, no like real direction. It's just sort of talking about whatever we want to talk about. Last week, I talked about how my significant other and I, my boyfriend and I, got together when we were 14 and 15. Um, That's a fun story for another day, but it was just cool to see people react to that story, and it was just such a fun time. And it's fun, especially in Zoom format, because you could kind of see everyone's face at the same exact time on your little screen, Um, and it's really, really fun to watch, and we just had a good time. And then it just sort of 
talk turned into us talking about whatever we wanted to talk about and we talked about fan fiction and legend of zelda and homestuck and all these like old maybe cringy fandoms that we used to be in and that sort of inspired some future ideas for um some fun podcast topics so it's been a pretty crazy week i actually had my first go at social distancing um in terms of trying to socialize with people that i have not been under quarantine with a friend of mine her family has been equally if not even more diligent way more diligent probably in their quarantining even since uh before spring break um i hadn't really gotten to sit down with this friend my friend rosie she was my other college roommate for the first semester of senior year and um she is just like my other half she's my other person i love her so much but she um her family ordered a surplus of supplies and I ended up stopping by her house and we ended up just sitting in the park across from her house 12 feet away the entire time with our masks on and just sitting in the sun and enjoying it and it's been really really nice I'm actually if uh, if I sound funny today my throat actually feels sore not from being sick or anything but from that was probably the longest I've talked out loud to a person in weeks (laughs) um even on the phone you know or on zoom I I don't think I've talked as much as I talked yesterday um so I apologize if I'm a little bit hoarse but it was really really cool it was definitely like a little mental reset as scary as it is you know you're sitting I was sitting on her front porch and I couldn't go into her house and it felt so weird and you understand why but it just it feels so strange and it's a little sad but you also think of it in terms of what your kids are going to look back on and what you know what pictures you're going to have and so we have like a bunch of funny photos of me like in my mask like in front of her house and it's just it's just funny and weird and crazy that we're living through this and still you know still enduring it and that sort of brings us to today's topic so like I mentioned last week, I have a couple of friends who um, were generous enough to Venmo me $1 for a topic of their choice. And this podcast is sponsored by my friend Lauren. I talked about Lauren last week. She is another one of my absolute people. Um, I love her so much. She has taught me so much. She's such a good person. And it's been so fun to watch like your sophomore year roommate grow into such a cool independent person and she's just been awesome. For anyone that didn't hear last week, she she and I were both transfers so we had like no other people when we got to UMass our sophomore year and it was just, you know, figuring stuff out from the beginning and it was just really awesome and, you know, I'm so glad that senior year brought us back together before coronavirus sort of had to put an end to that. So she sponsored this podcast today and she wanted me to talk about the 10 things I'd like to do when quarantine is over. Again, these podcasts, you know, the idea that people give me or their $1 topic, it's super informal. So some, some things, you know, they deserve a whole episode. Other things probably just deserve like a little, a little fun commercial break from the seriousness of whatever I'm talking about. But I thought this was an awesome idea and it was actually really fun to talk to other people about what they sort of wanted to see. So today we're going to talk about 10 things I'd like to do when quarantine is over. Again, using quarantine, social distancing, isolation, sort of um, mixing all those words together. Basically just me staying in my house until literal further notice. So yeah, so the first thing on my list 
is something that I hope I'll get to do soon, sort of in the similar way of how I was able to see Rosie yesterday. I miss my boyfriend. Holy crap. (laughs) I miss Zach so much. He is, again, he's my actual, I can't even call him my other half. We're like the same human sometimes. Like he's just my everything. And we went from seeing each other every single day and sharing the same bed and or, or him sleeping on my dorm couch because we couldn't fit in my dorm bed. Like we, I've seen him every day for the past the past couple of years and it's been really really weird we've officially been apart I think since about March 20 something that week I can't remember but we've been apart for probably about a month now and it's been weird so it's gonna be hard to not like hug or you know run up to him when I see him but I am thinking we'll be able to hopefully do some social distancing visiting within the next couple of weeks. That is, of course, if everything kind of starts to dwindle or even plateaus a little bit and stays safe and we can do it in a way that is safe for both of us and doesn't put our families at risk. It doesn't help because he's also in a different state right now. He is in Rhode Island. I'm in Massachusetts. So the we just don't want to, you know, stress any of the new like travel laws or anything like that, whatever they are right now. I'm actually not even sure what the restrictions are right now. So that is my big one through 10 <laughs> end of podcast. No, I'm kidding. But um, no, there are so many people I want to see. And that sort of brings me to number two, which is above all else, I need to spend some time with my girls. Um, I miss, I was never someone who had like a lot of girl friendships, but this year something just absolutely changed. I am lost without my girls. I have Rosie and Lauren, who I will talk about a million times. They are, oh my goodness, We if we're not up talking until 2am about something insane, I don't know what we're doing. Like, it's just constant people. Ro- Ro- this week, Rosie had a dream about my wedding, and it's insane. I'll have to have her tell that story sometime, because it's just, she knows me so well, the dream is so realistic. It's like, I had it. Like, it's just insane. And I miss both of them like crazy. Um, but we're both, we're all so stressed with finals week and so overwhelmed. And there's so many, you know, scary things going on and things changing every day. So hopefully that will also be in the works soon is to see both of them. Like I got to see Rosie this weekend. And then working our way up to seeing each other in, you know, more fun or more socially acceptable ways. I just miss them like crazy. And I miss, like, talking to them and sitting with them and hugging them. So it's definitely been tough. And um, other than those two, I really, really miss (laughs) my psych girls. I miss my two friends, Sarah and Brooke, so much. They are... I'm, I sort of became friends with them through Rosie, but they're both psychology majors. And this year we were all in the same courses getting our psychology certificates. We actually just got our certificates in the mail, which is really cool. Um, we were in a special program that our school offers where we were doing internships alongside classwork. And it's basically like a certificate in mental health counseling. We would have done over between the two semesters, we would have done well over 100, 150 hours of work 
at an internship site, whether it was under a psychologist or the three of us were school based. So we I was under a I was under an adjustment counselor and a social worker. I believe Brooke was under either a school psychologist or a guidance counselor and Sarah was under guidance and a school psychologist counsel uh, a school psychologist as well. And um we just oh my goodness, those two girls are just so smart and so easy to talk to and we just I don't know. I've I also didn't have a ton of friends in my major before them, which is odd because, you know, you see the same people in the same classes over and over again, but classroom they only it only allows for so much talking and so much getting to know each other. So I have gotten to know them blessedly through Rosie and just group chats and talking about assignments and stuff. And I just miss them like crazy. And they're just so awesome. Brooke just got a new puppy and, you know, Sarah has turned out to be an animal crossing fiend. I didn't even know. I don't even know how she like that. She's like a businesswoman. It's insane. Like the things that she has managed to like do with animal crossing is wild. It's like, there are so many people that are doing so well. And I, it's like, do we even have the same game? Are we playing the same game? It's just, it's wild. It's so awesome. Um, <laughs> so um, that's my number two is missing my girls. I miss my girls so much. And of course, you know, all my other family and friends that I'm missing, but damn, those are the, those are the four people that I just really want to freaking hug and, and spend my time with uh, right now when all this is over. Um, you know, in the, ma- in the many like layers of restrictions that are going to be slowly, taken away you know as this all happens because I don't think um this is just gonna be it's not gonna be like this super easy switch where we just turn it off and it's like okay everyone go outside you know we're gonna have to do it slowly and that's gonna you know be hard but damn those are those are my uh those are my girls I miss them a lot it's hard it's definitely really really hard so that brings us to number three this is kind of random I don't think this is something I've really talked about um I miss our climbing gym like crazy. In the middle of January, my boyfriend and I, Zach, decided to, we both signed up for student memberships at our local climbing gym. It's one of the only big climbing gyms that it has cl- has top rope, it has lead climb, it has bouldering, it has everything kind of. It also has exercise classes and traversing and just a, a workout room and the place is just awesome and we bought our memberships in the middle of January and I finally, I was dealing with a lot of anxiety. I was dealing with a lot of issues. Um, I have a lot of issues surrounding, I had like a weird incident, I think two or three summers ago where I had unfortunately um, randomly lost consciousness in my kitchen and spent the whole day in the hospital and had to get lots of testing done. Thankfully, there was no issues, but um, it definitely had some lasting effects. I would wake up in my bed and think I was waking up on my kitchen floor. I would have dreams about it. I would panic every time I felt hot or overheated. I couldn't sleep in the same bed as my boyfriend because I felt claustrophobic or like I was going to pass out again because of his body heat added to my body heat. And it was really scary for a long time. And sometimes I still have a lot of those same anxieties. Like I don't go anywhere without an extra bottle of water. I don't go anywhere if I'm hungry. Um, I have a lot of, you know, I get very nervous in public in spaces where I'm uncomfortable and feel like I might pass out. Just the anxiety of worrying about, 
you know, people and like worrying about what other people are going to do and then ambulance rides and insurance costs and all that stuff. Because I had a lot of doctors that really made me feel like I had something seriously wrong with me when it was really just nothing super important. It was August. I don't have AC in my house. I was cooking over a gas stove and I passed out and that's really all it is. But you know, some doctors definitely, whether they mean well or not, you know, they can make definitely make you feel a little bit crazy. And that was really upsetting. So what was what would happen when I would climb is I would get, you know, maybe like I would get to a point that was a little bit more strenuous and I would absolutely freeze. There are definitely times where I would was, you know, Zach was on the ground belaying me and I trust him with everything. I trust him with my life. I had no I had no qualms that he was ever going to drop me or hurt me or not pay paying attention. But I was just always so worried about something happening when I was up there and, you know, me not being healthy enough to do this. And our last climb, it was at the beginning of March. Um, our last climb, I touched the ceiling for the first time after like six weeks of climbing. Um, and you know, it had been tough, it had been tough because I was watching Zach and Zach just took to it so well. He's so, you know, competent and confident and he did such a good job and he would just fly up. I think he must've hit the, he must've hit his first or completed his first one, like, two or three weeks into our climb and it took me twice that long to get to the top of one. Um, and then we had to stop and that was really sad. You know, we're, we're definitely, I think a lot of places are worried about staying open right now, especially with all the, you know, and, and as many, as many protections as we can put in place in terms of money, there's still going to be a lot of businesses that aren't going to survive this. And I hope to God that, my climbing gym is one of them because I miss that place like crazy and they are so awesome. The owner is awesome. He walks around and talks to you and, you know, he'll correct your form, but like not in a crappy way. And, you know, cause you can, you can't be sensitive about criticism when you have someone up in the air and, or, you know, the, I think the ceiling is like 50, 60 feet. You know, when you have someone that high up in the air and an expert is telling you to do something different, you do something different. Um, especially when that person is your person. So that is my big, big place that I think I miss the most, regardless of, you know, I miss my university, obviously, but that one feels a little bit more, you know, out of touch. But yeah, so that's number three is my climbing gym because holy smokes, do I miss it. And that brings us into number four, which is as soon as we can, as soon as parking is open in um, parks and national parks and we can travel state by state again, um, we are climbing Monadnock, Mount Monadnock. It's in New Hampshire. Um, it's right at the top of Massachusetts. It's actually where my old university was. I, I went to another university my freshman year and, um, we could literally like see it from campus and it's the, just the beautiful, it's beautiful. It's, I think it's the most hiked mountain in our region and it is just amazing. I haven't hiked it in years. I think I, I think I hiked it my freshman year of college when I was at that old university and I miss it so much. <laughs> like, I miss everything on here. But holy smokes, that is one of the first things I want to do is take Zach up there. Because we've climbed it separately, but we haven't climbed it together. And climbing together was such a fun endeavor. It was something that we both had. And it was something that involved trusting each other and pushing each other and encouraging each other. And it was so much fun. And we miss just that physical activity together. 
And I think Mananoc will just be the most fun place to visit when this is all over. So that is number four. Climb Mount Mananoc. Go hiking. Go do anything flipping outside. Um, Because, yeah, I I miss it a lot. And that's it's it, it was good to feel physically able for a really long time. Um, and that's what I want to get back when this is done is feeling very, you know, in control of my body and all that. So, yeah. Um, next is this one's kind of random or kind of very, um, you know, something I have to do. Uh, when this is all over, number five, I am going to start grad school. I just got accepted to grad school at UMass for a clinical master's in psychology or master's in clinical psychology. Sorry. Um, yeah, so that my experience getting in was kind of funny. I attend UMass. A lot of people have picked up on that by now. I attend UMass Dartmouth and it was, you know, when I was touring there, when I was a senior in high school, so take it way back, when I was touring there, everyone sort of, it was like, you know, the concept of safety schools and all that stuff. Because I was a really, I am an above average, in ter- I'm above average student in terms of grades. And so everyone sort of has this ex- expectation that you're, especially when you're in Massachusetts, because there are, we have such a concentration of Ivies and, you know, very elite colleges and all that. So me choosing a state school felt very um, weird. People, people definitely discouraged my decision, which was odd to me because, you know, there's a million people that go to UMass. Like it's, it's a great system. The UMass system is awesome and it, it turns out awesome professionals and it was weird to me that I had this pressure to sort of not choose it or like, oh, you could do it, but you know, you could be better. And so I was at another private university for a year and I absolutely hated it. I was out of state. I, it was cold. (laughs) Um, The school was so small and everyone was so similar. I'm from a very, very, I came from a very diverse huge high school that I I missed that so much. I missed hearing other languages. I missed hearing other people talk and, and having people that looked different and had different lives. And I felt like I was meeting the same exact person over and over again at my old university. So when I wanted to leave, it was like UMass was like perfect. It had theater. It had my program, it had that cool extra certificate program that could get me internships and new connections. And it was just an opportunity that I could not pass up. So coming back to Massachusetts and then going to UMass, it was like just what I was meant to do. And then I was sort of facing that same struggle again in terms of choosing a grad school. And I was so paralyzed by that choice anxiety. It's like, you know, when there's too many options, I was paralyzed and I told everyone that I was taking a gap year and I had no idea what I was going to do during that gap year. I wasn't motivated to find a new thing to do. And a professor of mine who is I'm very, very close to, he is my only professor that's holding regular Zoom classes. So he's sort of my one like pillar that I see during the week. And um, 
he just kind of randomly in an email just put it in my head. He's like, hey, we're looking at the applications now and you and we've extended we've extended the application date. And if you're still considering it and you can, you should get in and you should try and get your application in. I'll write your recommendation letter. I already had all my recommendation letters in place. It was just a matter of reaching out to people and getting a rush order on them because everyone thought I was taking a gap year. And then now all of a sudden, oh, I need my recommendation letter by the end of the week or in two weeks. This happened right when we stopped um, attending university in person and when we it was right after spring break. And if he hadn't put that bug in my ear, I wouldn't have done it. And... It was just awesome to feel, it was awesome to have this one person take interest in me and take interest in what I was doing and recognize that I could benefit a program. Uh, the program at UMass is really small. It's only 15 students. Um, and I'll be with those 15 students for three years until I'm get, until I'm ready to get my license. And it was just such a sure thing and such a positive thing. And I stopped putting that pressure on myself to, you know, move or go to a bigger city or go to a more expensive school or any of that stuff. And, you know, now it's just, it's about me and it's about my education and it's about what I want to do. And it's, it's been nice to sort of let go of that like weird expectation that I should be doing better when I'm doing fantastically <laughs> and enjoying myself and I'm working with professors that I love and professors that understand, you know, what it's like to be a UMass student. Um, one of my professors said something really awesome to me. He, he sent us, this is the same professor that helped, um, that got me along to applying to grad school. He wrote us a great letter along with our certificates that we all got for our internship program. And he said that, you know, nothing is handed to a UMass student. And I think that's really true. You know, UMass is extremely diverse. It has a, a wide range of, you know, SES and race and, you know, immigration status and gender and gender expression and sexuality and the place. It's a it's such a diverse community that needs diverse leadership and needs people to understand that, you know, college students. Yes, we have an amazing privilege, but we're not all the same, you know, being and being being able to be educated and being able to afford education is a huge privilege but that doesn't mean that we don't still struggle or like need compassion from the adults that are in you know responsible for us and I say adults meaning like adultier adults <laughs> not uh college adults um there's definitely a, a difference so yeah so that is actually one really tangible thing I will be doing when this is all over is I will be attending grad school whether or not that is during, you know, we're still in social, we're still in social distancing times where I can't go and attend on campus and I'll be starting on online. Or if things are all squared away by the fall, and I'll be back on the UMass campus. But um, yeah, it's definitely gonna be interesting to have sort of a fresh start in a familiar place. It'll be interesting because all my people will be graduated and living their lives and stuff. And I'll be also living mine, just, you know, still getting more pieces of paper that are really expensive that help me uh, help people and do things for people. So number six, oh, this is one that my friends and I all agreed is that like our top 
our top things that we want to get done when this is all over. We all want to go do karaoke so bad. <laughs> um, and in fact, I think I'll, all I have written here is karaoke and drinks. Um, it actually stayed. Lauren and I had plans to like go out and go get drinks after gra- after spring break and everything and finally see each other in a way that wasn't in the apartment and, you know, get dressed up and just have a good night and have fun. But we could not get that done and we still can't get that done. Um, so as much as we want to, um, we'll have to be waiting on that one. And, you know, I just, I miss seeing my friends in like a fun, silly atmosphere that doesn't feel so heavy and doesn't, isn't so weighed down by either, you know, the need to graduate or the need to work or the need to stay healthy and stay sane. So that is really, really a thing that we all want to do is, you know, karaoke, karaoke and drinks, having some fun, loosening up a little bit, celebrating, um, just, you know, if we celebrate anything, we'll be celebrating the end of this and the freedom of being able to go out and do some stuff that we miss doing and that we had planned to do. I think definitely next on the list, and this is just general, I'm sure lots of people are in my, um, if you were employed at your university and you're no longer employed at your university, my biggest step will be getting a new job. Goodness gracious, I miss working. I miss my job. I used to work at the library on my at my university, and I miss it so much. Like everything else, I feel like I've said that a thousand times in this podcast, I miss it so much. I miss you know, just interacting. I miss my bosses. I have one boss. Her name is Maureen. And we used to just, oh, I feel like every shift was just us catching up and her asking me about my senior year and talking about families and stuff. And I, I, I miss that social aspect of working so much. Um, but of course, I also, you know, I'll be in grad school. So it's going to be hard to find a really great supportive job that can get Zach and I and whoever else we might try to live with in terms of roommates to you know, start that new adult journey of, you know, moving out of our parents' house and getting jobs and supporting ourselves and bills and everything and student loans, whatever student loans start to kick in um, between my boyfriend and I and all of us. So, yeah, so that's our next, our next item of business is definitely get a new job. I, I miss it a lot. Um, and then the next ones are all sort of, I know that's probably only seven. My last couple ones are kind of really similar um, I miss grocery shopping so much. Um, when you live in an apartment on a campus and you support yourself and you have to feed yourself, dang, grocery shopping is an event and I miss it so much. I miss, you know, picking out my own food and all those things. And I, you know, going with your friends and making it like a whole thing. And it sounds so silly, but just like walking into a Target Getting your food and getting your overpriced coffee at Starbucks, it's just something I never realized was so a part of my personality. Um, oh, we were talking about it yesterday. Like, what? It, like, hey guys, what are you going to do after quarantine? And my friend just goes, I'm going to lick a Target. And I was like, that is so fair. <laughs> um, I've seen a bunch of jokes about like, I'm going to make out with you know, it's like, I'm going to make out with every single one of my friends when this is done. And I think that just really illustrates how deeply we all miss our friends and miss hugging them and being with them. And it's just, 
Oh man. So yeah, definitely. I would say that's my nine and I would say that's my eight and my nine is go grocery shopping. And I miss Starbucks and Target so much. I miss sitting down at a coffee shop and I miss overpriced the overpriced food and the the ice the two heavily iced lattes and the caffeine and all the sugar and I miss it like crazy. I drink plenty of coffee at home. I'm drinking a coffee now at 4 p.m. Um, sorry, Zach. My boyfriend's not going to be pleased that I, you know, consuming cold brew at 4 p.m. And I'm going to be keeping him up tonight at midnight wondering why I can't sleep. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, that's a big one. And I think 10 and then I have some honorable mentions. My 10 is drive through food. Um, I know right now we're still all technically able to get takeout, but we're really, really limiting what we get from takeout right now. We only want to be, from my house at least, we only want to be supporting like our local restaurants. And we have a restaurant near here called Nephews that is so, so popular. And we've gotten takeout from them twice. And it's the only times we've gotten takeout or food prepared by anyone else during the quarantine. And Holy smokes, do I just miss some, like, really bad Taco Bell. Oh, my goodness. Taco Bell. I miss Starbucks. I miss um, KFC, Wendy's, anything. Just, like, crappy chain restaurant food. That is just the nostalgia and, like, being in a car with other people and, you know, everyone piling in and getting whatever they want and fighting over credit cards and whose card is going to be used and, oh, you just... You start to miss weird things that you didn't think you were ever going to miss. I never thought I'd be on a podcast talking about how much I miss Taco Bell. Um, so yeah, some um, honorable mentions. Um, along with the whole, I guess get a, I guess along with get a new job would be to buy an apartment. Yeah, get a new apartment with um, my boyfriend and maybe a friend or two. Get Find a place to live that's separate and that's close to the campus and that we can just start our little lives through and, um, you know, definitely actually find a new place to podcast is definitely one too is, or, you know, be able to set up in another spot that I can podcast from. Um, it is raining today. So if you can hear any of that, like ambient noise, I apologize. I really am trying my best here, but it's definitely been hard to find like private time and quiet time to record, but this has been really positive and I see this following me into my new living situations and my new endeavors so that'll be that's actually like a really top priority right now is actually finding like a good spot to podcast um also it'll be fun to have some guests in person I am working on some software and stuff so we can um working on finding some software and stuff so I can start podcasting with some friends we definitely have a couple ideas and some people that would de that are definitely interested in coming on and joining us on Josie's desk so um yeah I hope that we can I hope that I can do that within like the next couple of months is find a new spot to podcast so we can start having some other people on and you guys don't just have to listen to me every week as much as I'm hoping that you're enjoying yourselves um what else oh my gosh guys I miss the beach who misses the beach I miss the beach so much even though the beach kind of sucks a lot sometimes um I miss the water I am a huge huge I guess water sign is that what it is I'm a Scorpio I think I'm a water sign um that's probably like the one 
astrological thing that I super subscribe to is I love the water and I am a huge water sign and I'm a big emotional mess and the water calms me a lot and I love it so much. So I really miss that. My boyfriend and I were staying a while at his family's house in Wareham on the beach in Buzzards Bay and it was just so beautiful all the time. You feel so isolated even though like there's houses right next to you but it's just it was a quiet neighborhood. The, the beach was small and and it had like a lot of like natural bushes and stuff and it was just so nice to see all the time and I miss waking up to that and walking out under the back deck and seeing the water. So that's my again another really really big thing that I really want to see again. Um, sand and beach and being outside again. So next, this is, I'm just going to sort of lump a bunch of the next ones together, is I miss celebrating. That was a really, really hard one, thing to like realize that I couldn't do. Um, we are all graduating and we can't really get together and celebrate or hold parties. It's not even at this point, I'm over the fact that we can't have a commencement in person. We'll see what the university decides to do in terms of timing an in-person one, if we can even do it. But that's not what I'm the most sad about, I think. I'm the most sad about the fact that I can't, you know, go out to dinner with my friends and celebrate us graduating or celebrate me getting into grad school or my aunt, my eight year anniversary is next month and, and it's in about two or three weeks and I won't be able to celebrate um, or at least not in the way that we probably hoped. So that's a big big gap is not being able to really get together and be with your people and celebrate your stuff because it feels a little bittersweet when you should be, you know, congratulating yourself and patting yourself on the back for your accomplishments. Um, so yeah, that, those are all like, those are my 10 things and my honorable mentions about things that I want to do when quarantine's over and, you know, nothing huge, nothing life-changing. I'm not expecting to be a completely different person when this is over. I have changed a lot. All of the stress and all of the, you know, you take advantage of like so much of what's available to you when you get into your routines. So I was taking advantage of the fact that I had my boyfriend and my best friends and my roommates all together all at once. And I definitely, I definitely was like very flaky and you know, I would maybe not make plans or not go out of my way to go see someone because I just didn't want to or I was too tired to or I was too stressed to. And now that will probably be the biggest thing that changes about me as I will remember this feeling and the feeling of missing my friends. And I will remember what it's like to not be able to see them and really just not have the option be there. And I think a lot of people are in the same boat right now where it's like, wow, I wish I had said yes to so much. And I said no to so much. And now it's sort of bittersweet to think that it's going to be quite a long time before I can start fixing that. But, you know, silver linings, a lot of my family and friends are healthy a lot of us have a lot of plans for when this comes out, plans that are going to be, you know, really normal in terms of just like, hey, come to my house, come see my pets. Like I miss you and my pets miss you. 
And, you know, it's just, I want to, you know, I want to celebrate and I want to see my people and have life return at least a little bit to normal. There's a lot of things that we won't be able to return to. Um, but yeah, we'll see in a couple months what things survive this. And, you know, people's priorities will change and so much is going to be so different. But the one thing that will stay the same is how much I care about the people in my life and how much I want to spend time with them and start building our new lives together after college. Because, you know, I'm not just going to be building a life with Zach. I'm going to be building a life with Rosie and Lauren and Brooke and Sarah and all of our adjacent friends and all everyone's significant others and boyfriends and girlfriends and partners and co-workers and, you know, everyone else I'm going to be meeting in grad school. So I have so much newness coming into my life after this that it's hard to imagine what it will be like. But I know that these, you know, 10 or so things are, you know, those aren't going to change. They're going to follow me. I can't wait to see my people again. I can't wait to climb again and start feeling strong again. And I can't wait to start grad school. So that's all I have for you guys today. Thank you so much for everyone that's listened, everyone that's waiting for this episode. I've been super, super obnoxious on my social media about it. Keep an eye out for me on social media, Josie's Desk. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being here during quarantine. Thank you for being safe and keeping others healthy by maintaining social distancing. Thank you for supporting new endeavors by being here. You are supporting my new endeavor and my new journey. And thank you for just staying strong. Thank you for staying strong. And congratulations that you are staying strong during what is a very, very weird and hard time. I will be back next week with another episode. And I hope that you, you know, if you, whatever app you're listening to this on, I I don't know if you like it or you favor it or you bookmark it, but just save it. Follow me on Spotify. Find me on whatever other social medias are out there. Look at the links in my bios on my personal social medias and, you know, stay up to date. And yeah, so thank you guys. You are a big part of this. So thank you guys. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. Bye.